0: Hello everyone, back at it with yet another podcast, this time to discuss the mystery that is cognitive flow. You may be thinking, of course I know what it is. I can tell you now that I sure didn't. According to positivepsychology.com, is it a state of deep concentration and tack absorption that makes a person feel one with an activity? Basically, you are so focused on what you're doing that you zone out. This is a great state to be in mind-wise because your brain is activated and honed in on a specific task. In my day-to-day life, I find myself often in the opposite state wherein I am asking myself, why isn't time moving any faster? But when I do yoga, this is quite the opposite feeling. When I practice my yoga, I seem to lose sense of how long I have been going through the motions. I try to remain focused on being constantly in control of my breathing, but there just seems to be moments where I am so one with the flow that I forget. Losing sense of what is happening around us reminds me of a portion of a Q&A I read with sent Mihai, the author of Flow, The Psychology of Optimal Experience. In this interview, one question he is asked is, what is flow experience and what does it have to do with motivation? His answer focuses on how once you're in the rhythm of what you're trying to accomplish, You are hyper aware of the goals and are receiving feedback as you go. I find that once I am practicing yoga, I experience this. I know what muscles react to certain stretches or my body limits when I'm focused and in the flow. If I am out of flow, I find I might actually injure myself or it is harder for me to understand my body's limits. Yoga has been a wonderful way for me to assess how my body reacts, but also my mind throughout different events in my life. I'm really happy that I found when I, yoga when I was younger um, because I was exposed to it through an elementary school speech, actually. The topic was to try something new. I was a big sport player when I was growing up, and one sport I had never tried was yoga. I asked my mom to sign me up, and the project and encouragement from my teacher and mom had me really excited about it. I discovered that yoga helped me relieve stress from school, connect with new friends, make me more flexible for my other sports, and much more. Being able to pick the topic I wanted to do also actually made me really excited about public speaking as I got older. Allowing students freedom of choice or relating projects to their life can also create cognitive flow in the classroom. For this module, one article I read was a response to flow in the classroom, and one of the related articles was Eight Tips for Fostering Flow in the Classroom by Jill Sudie. Number three and two on the list stuck out to me most as they stated make assignments relevant to student studies and encourage choice. In the discussion forum I have with my cohort, I also focused on this aspect by mentioning that to foster cognitive flow in my own classroom, I would use student centers. I believe this encourages student choice because my students, particularly my younger ones, can assess their moods or needs on different days and choose activities that suit them better. I think creative choice and personalization is key in creating cognitive flow in and outside the classroom because you get into a certain mindset and you need to feel connected to the activities that you're completing. Anyways... Thank you for listening to this segment about cognitive flow in my personal life and how I look forward to applying it to my own classroom. This has been another podcast session with Paige Varda.